Good night and welcome back to another of uh, Tuesday Tea Talks. Tonight we have a special guest. She is a co-founder with her husband of a nonprofit called Project Arrow. She is a community leader, an educator, a mom, and a wife. Please welcome Laura Smithers. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi, Mariela. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm super excited to be able to share with you and, and to talk. Yes, yes. Um, can we talk a little bit about your foundation? What is um, Project Arrow? How it came about, how it was born. I know that um, I've known about your organization for a while, uh, but I maybe don't know the background of it. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. Yes, of course, I would love to. So Project Arrow came about from a personal story, something that my husband um, has had in his heart for a long time and also something that we found out about um, his, his legacy, his lifeline. So um, my father-in-law, his mother, so my husband's grandmother, um, had an unexpected pregnancy. It was um, unwilling, unwanted, um, she's a single mom at the time of one, and now she caught herself in this scenario where she had an unexpected pregnancy. And she could have, in every right, chosen to terminate the pregnancy, considering the situation, but she didn't. Uh, she chose life. And in choosing life, she chose my father-in-law. So here comes my father-in-law. He is now alive and well, praise God. And then out of that comes my husband, right? And when I think about that, when I think about what Nima did, what she did by choosing life so long ago, she changed a whole generation and a whole legacy. Wow. Um, you know, my husband wouldn't be here. My kids wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her choice. So that sat so tremendously deep in our hearts that the choice that one woman can make can impact generations to come and can change the world. Yeah. So when that happened and, and my husband's like, man, we have to do something. Like this is so close to home. We, we have to find a way to help women realize that they don't have to do this alone. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, we can be people and a, and a tribe of people that can support them, that can love on them, that can empower them, that can connect them to, to resources and people that want to do the same thing so that they can see legacy in their own life. And um, back in 2019, um, there's a lot of laws being passed due to abortion and, and they were kind of extreme. And that to us was like our shining bright light to say, mm -hmm. whoa, 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 we have to get involved somehow. Um, we're not really much on the political and logistics you know, side just yet. Um, we do probably see that in the future, but right now we're focused on mom and baby. Right. So once that, you know, got into our hearts and it was like confirmation that we were called to do this, mm -hmm. um, we told some of our closest friends and we told them what our heart was, what we thought about it. Um, and they're like, well, we're on board. And we're like, yeah, are you serious? <laughs> um, you know, this is kind of crazy, but they jumped on. And right now our board consists of five married couples with all different backgrounds in who we are, what we do, what our experiences are. It's a beautiful array. Um, 
diverse board that brings so many different things to the table and we're so honored and proud that they would jump alongside us and say hey we support you and we support you so much that we'll be here to to do this with you so we sat down um at the beginning of 2019 yeah 2019 we sat down started just ironing it out what are we going to call ourselves what's our mission statement what do we believe what do we want to accomplish um and we came out with Project Arrow because of the Bible verse in Psalms that says like hands, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, yeah. so are the children of our youth. And when you think about how far an arrow can go and how an arrow is designed, that is a child, right? Yes. If I, you know, I can only do so much as Laura, but if I train and mold and educate and love and and care for my arrows for my baby yeah. they can go way farther than I could ever go myself yeah. so yeah. we want to give every mom the opportunity to say yeah my arrows they're important I have a legacy to build I have a future that I want to change um you know I, I want to be able to invest in those arrows and and point them in the right direction right they're the hands yeah. they're in the hands of the warrior so they're in our hands wow. Mm-hmm. Right. So how powerful that in my hands, I have the power to change a destiny, change someone's life because of the direction that I'm pointing them to. So Project Arrow just encompasses all of that, that a child's life is is more than just a clump of cells, as people want to say. Um, there really is destiny and legacy tied to all those cells because, hey, we're here. right we were once a clump of cells and look at us now and if we can enlighten and empower a mom to say there's more to this it's not just me it's not just my body it's the body inside of me and what can I do to be able to shape that life yeah and in turn it shaped me right because I mean as a mom as a mother you know our kids change us yes they do and they make us better and they make us want to be better and do better so yeah. if we're able to empower moms to think that way, um, then we've done we've done our part as Project Arrow and, and providing them the love that they need, the support they need, um, the connections that they need to be able to say, I can do this. I can choose life. I can have this baby, whether I'm single, whether I'm married, whether I'm divorced, whether I'm in a financial crunch. You know, those are all things that can be found. Resources can be found for that. You know, solutions can be found to that, but a life and what it was destined for, that's priceless. Wow. You said um, something and it caught my attention, the word choice, right? Because you said she had a choice and she chose life. Um, And that word sometimes is we, we tend to have it. It might be negative sometimes, right? Because we're saying, oh my goodness, you know, yeah, pro-choice, we're pro-choice. Yeah, but what choice are we are we actually choosing? And like you said, we're forming um, these arrows that are going to outlive us, right? And then from them, another generation, more DNA is going to come in. And something that you said um, and, and it reminded me of a Bible verse that it says that um, God is going to bless us for a thousand generations, right? So even a thousand generations from now, when my little, literally my DNA is like literally just a little thread of me, 
it's going to be carry blessing to those children that are going to be my descendant. So that is powerful, powerful, Laura. Um, can you tell us what is it that you do in order to um, help young girls? Um, I know, and we're going to refer back to your page. Uh, I know because you, you, you put a lot of things there um, that you might need. You have, uh, I think you were asking for donations for, for white peas and diapers for a, a mom, a teenage mom that she has chosen life. And, and it is hard. It, even when we're married and we have kids and our body changes and we have those hormones, you know, like going crazy and the cravings. So understanding when a young girl's body changes and then is left alone and maybe many times they don't have the support of mom or dad. Um, so they're alone. How does your organization um, give support to those girls? What can you tell maybe to a 16, 15, 17 year old girl? or even a 38-year-old woman, single woman, that, you know, she is in this, you know, predicament. Um, she's pregnant. She might be alone. What can you tell them to encourage them? Yeah, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, but right now, what, you know, we do have a teen mom right now that just started under our care. Um, and I'll get to her for sure. And really what we want to be able to do is say, whatever you need. What is it? So we meet with the mom one-on-one. -on -one. We find out, you know, what it is that she's in need of, right? And every circumstance is different. Yeah. So a teen mom that has support, a teen mom that doesn't have support, a married person that might say, I'm on my wits end. I already have two kids. Yeah. You know, you know, what's, what's the plan, right? So every situation, every circumstance is a little different, mm -hmm. but so we go case by case. So really it's seeing and understanding where they're at and then how we can step in. Sometimes us stepping in is very small and sometimes us stepping in is taking over the whole thing. Right. So, um, you know, right now in the, in the scenario we're in, thankfully this teen mom has a very supportive family. So her mom and her dad are super supportive of her and are like, we're with you every step of the way. This is our baby. You're our baby. Yeah. You know, we, we have you. So our role is a little bit more uh, to find resources for the family. So right now, counseling, we wanna provide, they asked for it, right? They asked for counseling. We recommend it faith-based and Project Arrow will cover the cost of that so that it's not a hindrance for the baby or for the family. Um, you know, they talked about, okay, we have XYZ furniture, but we're missing this. We need six to nine months close because we have zero to three. So it's really a conversation that takes place, kind of like an interview, but really very, you know, laid back, very mm -hmm. you know, organic that we just find out what it is they need from us. Um, and this happens to come to our door through a, a mutual connection. Someone that goes to our church that reached out to somebody and they said, hey, Laura has Project Arrow, go talk to her. And like, like all of this now has gotten to, to our hands. And really that's what we want to be. We want to be a reminder in someone's you know, thought that says, oh, yes, I know who you can talk to. So right now it's very word of mouth, um, how we get cases or how we talk to expectant moms, um, because someone just mentions, hey, have, I want I want you to talk to somebody. I want you, let's reach out to Project Arrow and see. So right now it's a very word of mouth, you know, person to person 
um, we're not out yet in the community as we would like to be because of COVID-19 yeah. and all <laughs> these things. Um, but definitely it is a, a goal of ours to be more out in the community, um, talking to expectant moms, doing social media, how we've been doing. Um, that's definitely a plus, especially now in these times. Mm-hmm. And really, if, if you find yourself, so if you're out there and you're listening right now and you're a teenager, you're a young adult, and you find yourself in an unexpected situation, the first thing I want to let you know is that you're not alone. And you don't have to do this alone. This is something that is beautiful. Babies are miracles. There are some people in this world that can't have babies and that would even love to probably adopt Mm -hmm. a baby. So even if you find yourself in a scenario, you have a choice. You can have this baby and you could have it be adopted. If you know that maybe in your circumstance, you can't keep the baby, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe it's something that was traumatic for you. That baby still has a life and a destiny and a purpose, even though it came about to be in not the most pleasant way. But that baby can bless a family that's been waiting and waiting and struggling for years to get pregnant and can't. Wow. So that life still has destiny and purpose. So even if you find yourself alone we want to provide that tribe for you we want to provide the resources we don't want to provide the connections um eventually honestly our long-term vision goes to have a house a house where we can say hey i have a house mom and we're gonna help set you up until you feel you're ready to go be independent on your own if you find yourself in a situation that you're by yourself Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely a long-term vision. It's definitely a God vision because yes. <laughs> you're going to have to provide for that one. Um, <laughs> but you know, every life matters, you know, and the baby inside of you is there for a purpose and for a reason. And if you give it the life outside of the womb, it's going to accomplish so much that you can't even imagine, right? Just by that choice, just like when my, our grandmother said, yes, I yes. mean, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old because she said yes wow. so many years ago, you know, and, so. And that is, that, let me tell you, I hear you speak and, and I do get goosebumps all over my, on my body. Um, what about those people, Laura, that said, yeah, I do have a choice and it's my body. You know, it's like, I'm choosing not to keep the baby because you don't know where I went through right? You don't know that maybe I am a single mom. I already have kids. I cannot afford to have this child. What can you say? Because yes, we know, and we understand, you and I understand that every life has a purpose, has a destiny to fulfill. And if it's here, it's because it was God um, sent, right? And and that's what we believe in. And we stand firm on that. But what about those those women that say, you know what? It's my body. It's my body and we have no right to say, you have no right to tell me what I do with my body. What can we do? You're right. I don't have have any right to tell you what to do with your body. I don't. But I also know that there's someone else's body inside your body, right? So whether, whether we want to say yes or no or think it's right or wrong, there is a human being inside you when you're pregnant, right? So that life has rights. We might not want to think that way, but it does. It has the right to live. 
Yeah. It has yeah. the right to, for them to decide one day what their choices are, right? So if someone decided for you to live in order to say it's my body, right? And I know that it's, this is a very hot topic. Yeah, it's it very, is. Yes. <laughs> it's a very hot topic. It's very, you know, controversial. There's so many angles to it. Um, you know, when you look at statistics, honestly, the people that have terminated pregnancies are people that have already children. So like, let's say they had two kids and they're like, well, no, this was a whoopsie. And they're the mm -hmm. ones that, that, you know, have terminated their pregnancy. Or it's someone that's single that maybe is in their early 20s, 30s, and they're like, I'm not ready for a baby yet. And they terminate the pregnancy, right? So I want to tell those people that someone chose to have you. Yeah. Whether you were expected or unexpected. A lot of a lot of people say, I was a surprise. My parents weren't expecting me to get, you know, for me to come. I was a surprise. And it, and it happens, right? My, my youngest, it was a surprise. My, <laughs> son, uh, my son was four months when I got pregnant with my youngest. Oh, wow. So, so yes, that was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that doesn't mean that because you were, you weren't unexpected, you weren't wanted, quote unquote, that that life doesn't deserve to live and to find its own life. Yeah. And that's why we believe in the choice of, you don't have to terminate it. You can carry it. You can carry that life inside of you and give it up for adoption. There are lots of people out there, good people that want to adopt a baby. Yeah. I know that our, I know that our foster care system is not a hundred percent, but unfortunately nothing is in this world right now, yes. but still that's an opportunity to say someone's going to care for this child and have a future. Yeah. And I've given that person the opportunity to have what, what I've had, what, what, yeah. what, give them the opportunity, just give an opportunity, give them a yeah. chance. You know, yeah. the moment you terminate it, you've, disseminated any chance that that life had that's true you know it, scientifically it, it also makes sense that yeah there's dna there yeah yeah <laughs> they're a person it, you said uh, you know it is a hot topic and it is it is and now you know just this week there was um something in the in the in the courts decided yeah. right um but and I've known, I know, I know girls that have terminated and they, they are my age and that when they were younger, they were terminated their pregnancy and the guiltness, like the guiltiness that they have now at 40 something, it's tough. It is. It is tough. So how, you know, yes, you, you know, it is right. We cannot say what to do with your body. It is your body. But we need to see us a long term, as us, right? Because as women, we were designed to 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 carry life. Yes, ma'am. So when we decide that we don't want that to carry that life, there is implications in our spirit, in our souls, as women. Even though we try to say, you know, I'm tough, I can handle this. Uh, it's my body, but. Honestly, and stripping everything down, we deal with guilt. Yes. And it could be that maybe we say now, you know, we say maybe it's not, but then we start suffering from anxiety. Then we start, you know, there's something that we cannot cope with because uh, we try either to suppress that. So it is tough because as women, we are designed 
to carry biologically, physically, emotionally, we're designed to carry life and life, you know, to the fullest. Laura, how can we deal with guilt? Have you encountered girls maybe going like that and say, you know what, Laura, um, I found maybe your organization after the fact. Can you help me with this? How do I deal? How do I cope? How do I learn to live? How do I learn to forgive myself? Have you encountered girls um, like that? And and what do you tell them? Yeah, um, we haven't encountered them yet, but thankfully, we've had a lot of conversations with a lot of women that have said, I had one, they wanted to tell me about it, they even trusted me, and I mean, some of them haven't even told anyone else and they entrusted me yeah which I hold so dearly because you know it was just one a one-on-one conversation and, and we were able to talk about it and it's it's definitely something that overtakes you as a woman because like you said we were designed to give life right so the moment that we decide to take it away there is guilt and a burden and there might be hatred and bitterness and a lot of different emotions that come with that, that you know, we're not used to handling because of this decision. So the women that I've had the pleasure of speaking to that have told me about when they had an abortion, um, all of them thankfully have found God. Wow. And he, as you know, is the only one that can truly, truly heal us yes. from any of those hurts. Yes. And and even though we're not a quote-unquote Christian organization, <laughs> everyone on this board believes in Jesus. <laughs> everyone, right? So it's, it's undeniable that when I provide some type of resource, it is going to be faith-based yeah. because yeah. I know the power of God and I know how he works miracles. So it would be a disservice for me to hold on to that when I know that that is the key and the answer to someone's healing. Yes. All the therapists that we work with are faith-based. So when a a mom comes to me and says, you know, hey, I did this already. Like this is a a done deal and I'm struggling with how to overcome that. Mm -hmm. Then we have the connections to be able to provide that mom that woman with the right path that they can heal and it's a process it doesn't happen overnight um a lot of people that have reached out to me have told me i i wish i had an organization like you when i was a teenager i wish you guys were around when i was a young adult and i made a mistake um i wish you guys were around right because i'm not coming at it judging not coming at it attacking you yeah at all because it, it's just it's not who we were called to be we were called to provide love support and connection yes so in order to do that we have to be very understanding very compassionate very patient very willing to hear their story mm-hmm. so that we can find out what it is they need and and for that i'm i'm grateful that we're able to just connect people to the right people mm-hmm. so that they can start their healing process because it's a process. Yes. It's going to take time. It's going yeah. to take digging deep, right? Get to the root of the problem. Um, you know, we're even considering in the future 
I know this may sound a little crazy, <laughs> but um, having funerals for those babies so that there's closure. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's something that our pastor brought up and he, he thought that it was something that we could, we could do. It's and, true. you know, and it's very private. No one, you know, no one will be there, only the, you know, the mom and, but having that closure to say goodbye is part of the healing process. Um, so that's something that in the future for moms that may need it, um, we are willing to also do to help them cope and to help them understand that thankfully their baby's in heaven. Yes. Right. Yes. We can, we can attest to that. We can know that. And that now that they're here on earth still as a mom, as a woman, as you know, that they can still continue to live and honor that life. Yeah. You know, even yeah. though it might've been a lost life, we want them to now say, okay, how can I keep living and doing better once I've healed from this process? And, and you said something, um, you know, because it, it, it is, it is a tough topic. It is a hot topic. It, you know, this week something happened in our courts. So it is, you know, and when we put it out there, yeah, a lot of people just, you know, we're like, oh no, these are some crazy people um, that are, you know, going to be with signs and Right. How are we, how are you different? Because I, I hear you talk and you're so open and you're, you're calm and you know, you, you have resources and you have peace, but how are you different besides, you know, um, being a Christian besides that, how, how is your organization different from what others are doing out? What are you guys different? That's a good question. And it's something that we talked about as a board um, because abortion is not a new topic, right? Abortion has been a topic for years. And we've done some research on how people have approached this situation. And even back when Joe um, Road versus Wade yeah. uh, came to be and the Christians <laughs> of the time um, were acting crazy, wild, attacking people, telling them they're going to hell. And just, and I, like, I showed my husband, I'm like, we are not these people. Like, we are nowhere near these people, how we work, how we function, where our heart is. That just turns people away. And it doesn't just turn them away from us. It turns them away from Jesus, like who he really is and who he really wants to be in someone's life. So, and also, I mean, side note, whether I was a Christian or not, I don't want to look crazy. <laughs> like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not one of those people. I, you know, it's just, it's not who we are. And yes. I, I guess just as people, it's not who we are. Um, it's not how we talk. It's not how we, how we function as just as people, our personalities aren't to do that. Yes. So um, even though our girls are very much at the forefront, right, the women of Project Arrow are very much at the face and the forefront of it, we thankfully have some amazing, strong, trustworthy, faithful, intelligent men that back us up, that believe the same thing we believe, that are fathers, that are businessmen, that are Christians, that are honorable men, that together, that mix of man and wife, you know, in order to make decisions makes us be very compassionate and also thoughtful. Yeah. So 
I think it's just, that's, I think what makes us different, our board and our, and who we are as people, um, our personalities, the way we want to show ourselves and show God through who we are and what we say and how we say it is what takes us apart from possibly those people with picket signs outside <laughs> of our parenthood, you know, which I see us there one day, once this is all over, I see us in front of abortion clinics but I see us handing a bottle of water and just talking to someone like, Hey, what brought you here today? You know, or can I, can I, can I take you out a coffee? Can we just grab some coffee? Can I talk to you here on this bench really quick? Don't worry. I'm not going to harass you. Right. Like, it's just like, here's some water. Here's some snacks, you know, in Florida, there isn't um, a two visit law, which we were again, figuring out in some States, when you go to an abortion clinic, you have the abortion the second time. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a two-door, a two-hello policy. So you go the first time to find out how everything works, and then you go home, and then you make the appointment to have the abortion. Not in Florida. In Florida, you could just walk in and get it done. But to us, what we believe is that we have every second until they're on that table. And even when on, they're on that table, there's a choice to be made. Yeah. And even if they've been prepped and ready, Maybe a seed that was planted, maybe something they heard outside, something positive, something that reminds them of life, something that reminds them of a future will change their mind when they're on that table. And that's where we're coming from. We don't want to have signs and say, you're going to hell, you know, shame on you, killer, like, oh God, God forbid if we ever, like, I mean, no, that's just not who we are, right? We, we. We're about life, so we have to speak life ourselves, yes. right? We can't condemn and, and talk death to people that are in a very uncommon and hard situation. You know, we don't know why, they, why they're going there, so how am I judging them if I don't even know why they've decided this already or why they're on their way to this clinic? Yes. If I haven't had the chance to speak to them, to know them, to hear them out, there's no way that I should be able to judge them and call them names and all these things that we've seen in the past. And we probably still see till this day. Yes. But Project Arrow is in no way attached or aligned to any of that. We want to show love. Yes. We want to be love. We want to show support. We want to provide connections. We want to be people that can say, hey, she doesn't look that crazy. <laughs> I can talk to her. <laughs> you know? Um, they look like normal people that we can talk to and that they'll understand. And, um, you know, when, whenever we have the opportunity to, to just even speak on, on, on social media, on our Instagram lives, that's just what we want to do. We want to share people's stories, learn about people so that we can understand people that we know why they make decisions as the way they do and then how we can help them, how we can really just be there for them in such a tough situation. True. Let me ask you about the balance of having this organization with your husband. And like you said, you have women, but you also have men that are backing you up all the way, right? Sometimes, because I'm the type of woman, sometimes I'm like, okay, we're going to get it done. But sometimes we need somebody like to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's think it through, you know, like, what are we going to do? How is that balance working with your husband, yourself? planning, having um, 
a business plan, you know, because you have to have a, a plan. How does that work? How does that dynamic between you and your husband? Well, um, thankfully, we're like the best of friends. So, <laughs> so being friends and also we've done ministry together for many years. So him and I, actually since our dating years, we used to both be youth leaders. So we were both in leadership while we were dating, while we were engaged, and we've never stopped. So we've had the, the honor and the privilege to always work hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we're very like-minded in how we want to work. We like to work with excellence. We like to do things the right way. We're both very logistics. Um, you know, we our brains kind of work the same way when it comes to to event planning or, you know, a business plan, you know, we all kind of have, we both have kind of like the same thought process. Um, there isn't a war against who is who and who's on top and who's, we're right here. We're together in this. We're partners in this thing. Um, so even though like he might have the title of the president in the organization and I'm the vice president, that means nothing to us. It's just because we needed a president and a vice mm -hmm. president. Um, and it means, and again, it's not like I cannot say it or he cannot say it or, you know, we don't move that way. And we also have the board members that bring something different to the table, you yeah. know, so we have a businessman, we have someone that already has a nonprofit for human trafficking, we have a designer on our board, we have a personal trainer on our board. So everybody brings something very different to the table and also a lot of life experience that's different to the table. Yeah. So those dynamics really help us because when I might think of my way of doing things because maybe I have an education background, uh -huh. so I kind of think more on that way. Well, then my friend who's more like of a creative and her mind is very creative, you know, that's how she works. I'm like, oh, I didn't see it that way. You know, so, so it's a very, it works out beautifully that we're all friends Mm -hmm. because we've been friends for over 10 years and that we know how each of us works and what to bring out the best in each of us. So everybody has an idea. Everybody is, has equal time to speak. Everybody can voice their concerns. Even when we disagree, we're like, well, no, I don't agree with that. And it's just like as simple as that. Nobody has to like get their feelings hurt. Nobody has to get offended because it's just like friends trying to come to one common goal. Yeah. And when you have people on the same page of what the goal is, wow. the way to that route is a lot easier. So my husband and I, we, you know, he knows that, I mean, we're talking about the life that he's like, you know, this was my idea. And all of a sudden, like, you're the one doing all this. You're the <laughs> one that's the face of it. You're out here, you know, and, and that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's what we signed up for, you know, like it's, it's, we're a partnership. So even though I might be here talking to you, he's handling his business with my son downstairs, yeah. right? Like he's, he's doing his part as my partner in life and in business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just how we see it. We're, we're equal, even partners in doing this because we believe the same thing. We have the same goal. We want the same thing. And when we have the same vision for it, then whether I'm on this or he's on this, we're both working it, right? Yeah. Even though I'm here, he's still working, right? Because he's taking yeah. care of our son. Mm -hmm. And he's handling that. And he might be looking up something for the 501c3 or he might, you know, so everybody has a playing field. Everybody has something to do, something to say. 
and no one's like, oh, well, she's too much on the screen or, or he's not on the screen enough or, you know, everything is just very balanced. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I think that's, you know, it can be done, um, but it has to go back to knowing that we're our roles. Yes. So, you know, I'm blessed that I'm here because of his leadership in my life. Yeah. And I honor that. Right. I, I married a man of God. I married someone that a lot of people said, girl, you're too strong for him. <laughs> I'm like, but he's, he's strong too. Nobody believed it, but he is. And, you know, and he leads our family and, and he leads it with consideration of me. It's not like he leads it and I have no voice or no say or no participation. But like I said, it's, it's a balance. It's equal. We talk about things. We hash it out you know, our board knows us, so they already know how to talk to us, how to give us ideas. It's a very open communication between husband and wife and between the whole board. And I think that's the beauty of it. It, it works. I don't know how that is good. <laughs> no, and, and that is awesome. And let me tell you, me being a girl, I, I would rather see a, a, another girl in, on the screen than, you know, that a male when we're, so, when we're talking is up there about you know so something so big like this exactly uh, laura yeah. let me ask you one more question how are you called to greatness i think we're all called to greatness i think we all have the ability to be great and i think me personally um i guess it's always just been ingrained in me that i can do anything i put my mind to and even if I'm a girl, even if I'm Latin, even if whatever, whatever I look like, whatever, whoever I am, I have, I have a personal legacy and destiny that has to be called out and has to be fulfilled while I'm here on earth. Yeah. And I have always strongly believed that I, um, when I was younger, I would hesitate, right? That was that really true? You know, was I special? Was I called to do something? But I always knew deep, deep down inside that I wanted to do something great and be great for myself, but for God. It's like this crazy thing that I just always wanted to make God proud of me. And I hesitated because I, you know, struggled with insecurities. And I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm smart enough. I don't know if I'm pretty enough. And God has really just, obviously right now, <laughs> now at 30, almost 37 years old, been like, Laura, you silly goose. You've had it in you this whole time. And it has always been there. And I, I want you to be great. Yeah. So knowing yeah. that confidence that God has called me, you know, like that he, he saw me in the womb of my mother. And he already inside of my mother's womb said, Laura, you're, you're called to greatness. You're called to do big things. You're called to encourage others. You're called to change lives. You're called to lead people. You're called to love people. You're called to do so many grand things. And he told me that when I was just a clump of cells inside my mother's womb. And the fact that I am walking it out every single day right now as a yes. wife, that I didn't think I would be a wife and I am that I didn't think I could be a mom because I wasn't supposed to be a mom, but I have two beautiful children, that I can become an assistant principal and lead a school 
And then on top of that, there's a project arrow that I get to like co-found and lead and change people's lives. Like if you told Laura at 15 that she would be this Laura at 37, I would be like, no, no way. That, that's, but I should have believed it then because yeah. it was in my heart then that I am called to do great things yeah. to make this world better. Oh, yeah. That wherever, wherever my footprint goes, wherever my voice is heard, wherever I shake a hand, whatever I do, it's to make this place better. Every parent that I speak to, every child that I talk to, every kid that I've ever taught, my own children who are my personal legacy, everything I've ever touched is supposed to be great. Yes. And, and not because of me, not because Laura, but because God put it in me. Yes. And... And he's the one that is going to get the honor and the glory of my life for the rest of my life. Because yeah. this isn't the Laura Smithers show. This is the God show. And yeah. I am humbled, so humbled that he would even consider using me as a vessel when I've been broken, when I've yeah. done stupid stuff, when I've made mistakes. God still said, Laura, you're worthy. Oh, yeah. You're so worthy and you're able and you're capable and you're qualified and you're called yes. to do great things. And, yes. and only God can, can affirm that and confirm that in yes. my heart. Yes. And I pray that it affirms it and confirms it in everybody that's listening's heart. Because yes. if, if God could do it with me, with little old me, God could do it with anyone, anyone. That is so great, Laura. And you're right. You know, now that you were um, speaking, there was a, a scripture that came um, to mind that says that even in our mother's womb, we saw God, right? Like when we were there, we encountered the almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. He went in there and the darkness of our mother's womb, he came to visit. And that is amazing. Yes. I want to say thank you Thank you for what you do. Thank you for promoting life. Thank you for promoting resources for, for girls, women that maybe feel lost at the moment. Um, I want to say thank you from a mom to a mom. Uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, Laura, how can we connect with Project Arrow? Yes, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. It really is. It's an honor and a pleasure to be able to do this. Um, yes, so you can connect with us through Instagram. We have an Instagram account at Project X Arrow. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Project Arrow. And then we have our website, uh, www.projectarrow.org, where all the information is there on who we are, what we do, how you can volunteer, um, how you can donate to the cause. Uh, definitely donations are very helpful, especially right now as we're trying to get counseling sessions for our teen mom. Um, we are a nonprofit and um, everything is tax deductible. So that, that's good. That's good. All right. So I'm going to tag, um, you know, your Facebook page, your Instagram and your website at the end of, uh, of the show. And Laura, again, thank you very much for being with us tonight. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. Thank you for the being in the front front, you know, like right there, girl, because let me tell you, it's not easy. It's, it's hard. It's, yeah, just, just, you know, having those words, abortion, pro-life, pro-choice, choice, you have a choice. 
just throwing those words, a lot of people makes them uneasy. But yeah. hearing you talk with a peace and confidence that is God-given, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. And again, I want to say thank you for being with us tonight. And I hope it's not the last time that we get to connect. I hope we get to see each other more often and, um, you know, in this platform. Again, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you so much.